It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Time to turn on the Shark Spotlight. Giovanni Smith joins the San Jose Sharks in the spotlight today to talk about his life in the greatest game in the world. Giovanni, welcome to the Sharks organization. We're all happy to have you here. Um, we have to go all the way, way back uh, to when you were growing up in the Toronto suburbs to get to, to where you fell in love with the game of hockey and how hockey became part of your life. Can you give us an idea? Yeah, I definitely can. The way I fell in love with the game of hockey, it first started I was really young, about six years old. I would watch my two older brothers play. Every morning they would play in these frozen hockey rinks. It would be so cold. I'd be so – I'd wear my jacket, chilling to the bone, watching them play. And I always remember when my brother would have the puck, he would skate so slick and so fast, and he would score a goal, and everyone would cheer. I'd be like, wow, that was – it seems so fun. I want to do that. So fast forward a few a few moments, and now next, you know, I'm playing ice hockey. I'm loving it. I'm playing good. I'm scoring goals. And then next thing you know, I'm just I'm in the NHL, still playing. Well, you forgot about the part that when you were scoring goals as a youngster, they were cheering for you too, just like you were cheering for your brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was just so nice to see my brother scoring first and skating so fast. That's kind of where I fell in love with the game. Well, Jamel Smith is your brother. And of course, we've seen him in the National Hockey League. He played a little bit for the Dallas Stars in a couple of games against San Jose. He's playing in the KHL this year. But you said you had more than one brother. Tell us about the rest of your family. Yeah, I have uh, three brothers. My older brother, he's, um, he's two years older than Jamel, so he's the oldest. And then my youngest brother, Joshua, he's current 20. And he... He played a little bit, but uh, he kind of played a little bit late. So when we were all playing, it was like Gary, Jamel, and Giovanni all playing hockey together. And we were, we were loving it. We'd play, um, we'd play on the outdoor rinks and like by the ponds and everything. And it was just kind of a, it was like a family thing. My whole family played hockey. My dad played roller hockey and ball hockey with my uncles, and everyone. To my my girl cousins, boy cousins, aunts, uncles, everyone played hockey. What are all your brothers' names? I know Jamel, but who, what are your other brothers' names? So we have Gary Jr. Gary? Giovanni, which is me. And then Gabriel, but we call him Joshua. So we have four Gs. Where does that come from? Yeah, it's, my mom just said my dad wanted uh, four Gs. But now that I look back at it, you know, they always mix our names up. So I don't think that was the best idea, but you live and you learn. And they still do it to this day. It's I just let it slide now because I know they, they mean they mean well, but 
your family emigrated to Canada from Jamaica. And I'm not sure if your parents or your grandparents did that. But, uh, you know, we have another player in the history of San Jose Sharks who whose family came from sort of that part of the world. Joel Ward, who played for the San Jose Sharks, uh, yeah. his family came from Barbados. Is there a lot to, uh, of that sort of diaspora in the Toronto area? Do you have a lot of people that uh, that come from that area? Yeah, definitely from Jamaica and from the, the Caribbeans and the islands. We have a lot. Uh, Canada is very diverse with um, a lot of people coming from Europe, Asia, and all, all over the uh, the continents, really. You know, it's, Canada is very welcoming for, you know, immigrants to join. It's not, it's not hard to get a visa or anything like that. But for, especially in Toronto, the hub of Toronto is very big of culture. And then once you get to Canada, hockey, ice hockey, and baseball is the two biggest sports and you either pick hockey, baseball, or soccer, and you just go with it. Well, you're from Rexdale, which is a suburb of Toronto, and obviously there's a huge hockey culture there. Uh, tell us about, uh, I suppose, rooting for the Toronto Maple Leafs was the big thing for everybody there? Yeah, definitely. definitely was in Toronto. The Leafs were the team for sure. But um, you know, my, my dad loved the Sabres. For some reason, I don't know why, but he loved the Sabres. And my grandfather loves loves the Maple Leafs. I remember um, we always, uh, he'd show me his old school TV, probably like, it's probably like a 12 by 12 TV. And it has its antenna sticking out. The lines are all shaky and shady like that. And he'd show me a TV that he'd watch the games on. I'd be like, wow, Grandpa, that's, that's very impressive. And so seeing that, how much he enjoyed the Maple Leafs, you know, it was kind of like uh, I asked him why, and he just said that um, it was Toronto's team and Canada's team, and that's how he got into it. But your dad liked the Buffalo Sabres, and that's actually not that unusual in suburban Toronto because of how difficult it is to get Maple Leafs tickets, but you can actually drive to Buffalo and, and see some NHL hockey and, and actually have a good experience. Did you ever do that? I personally, I haven't done that. I'm sure my dad has in, uh, in the past. But, uh, yeah, he did like the Sabres. Still does. You're listening to the Shark Spotlight on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. We're talking to Giovanni Smith, one of the members of the San Jose Sharks. And Giovanni comes from suburban Toronto. He definitely loves the game of hockey and has a very feisty style of, of play when he's on the ice and is a great teammate. That's the reputation that you have, by the way, Giovanni. Tell us when you started playing. How old were you when you started actually getting into organized hockey? And uh, what teams did you play for? So I started a little bit late. I started at uh, age six. And from there, I played for uh, I played house league. And then I went to uh, select a for the Etobicoke Bulldogs. Um, a lot of my friends were on that team. And we just played from there and had fun. And then from there, we went to double A. And I played a couple of years in double A. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm ready to make the jump to triple A to see how well these players play. And then once they made that jump, it was, it was from there I noticed how serious hockey would be. A lot of people want those jobs and want those opportunities. You ended up with the Barry Colts. You also played in in Guelph a little bit and also in Kitchener in the OHL a little bit later. But I just wanted to, to, to know how the experience was for you playing in youth hockey. Did you did you always have a good time? Was it always uh, a good experience? 
Yeah, it was the best. Honestly, I loved minor hockey. It was so much fun. We just, it was so much fun. Just so young, scoring goals and having fun, not caring about, uh, you know, too many things and just going to school, playing hockey and just having fun. And then, you know, coming home, doing chores and then getting mad at doing chores and then wanting to go and play some hockey. So it's been, it's been really fun. Like, Honestly, I really enjoyed those days of minor hockey because of traveling to being on hotels and being so young and going to different cities and going to different places and eating at restaurants with my family, my teams. You know, it was something truly special at that age. You certainly have a love for the game. And doesn't your love for the game get you through a tough 82-game pro schedule when, you know, it's time to go to practice and you're maybe a little bit sore from last night and because of all the other responsibilities you have in, in, uh, in maintaining a household? Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. I always, uh, I always, um, always have that thought, like, halfway through I'm like wow like I really do enjoy playing hockey because if I didn't I would be I would get so tired and get so just you know I would want to do um, something else but something about hockey I just always want to uh, keep getting better at it and keep playing and keep uh, skating on the ice just brings a good feeling to me who were some of the people that influenced you the most? I know that when you played for the Barry Colts, Dale Howarchuk was the head coach of the hockey team, and he's one of the all-time great players in the history of the game. And when you played for Guelph, um, he ended up uh, playing for a variety of guys. One of the assistant coaches actually was a former Shark, Todd Harvey, a really good guy that we uh, certainly remember well. But but who are some of the people that, that, that influenced you the most in terms of getting ready to be a pro? So getting ready to be a pro... It was uh, definitely my parents, my parents and my family members. They really taught me how to uh, conduct myself and how to be and how to react to certain things and how to always stay calm under pressure. And I think there were some, there was a lot of role models that also helped me envision myself being in their shoes, like PK Suman and you know Joel Ward and Wayne Simmons, especially seeing those guys all come from my area and I want to be able to do what they can do and play hockey, play on the big screen and you know, help their team win games. But mostly it came from uh, definitely my dad, my auntie, my mom and my brothers. Tell me a little bit about your parents and what they did for a living, because that always affects how they impart the work ethic upon you. Yeah. My, my dad, he, is a manager at a steel plant. And since I can remember, I can always remember him waking up at 5 a.m., getting ready to leave for work, always so early. It's still dark outside and he's going to work. And I'll never forget those moments. And my mom, she's a nurse at a retirement home. She's a caretaker, takes care of people, elderly people. And from seeing her patients and to my dad's, resilience waking up so early all the time like it's you know it's very uh it really really instilled into me that you know they they work so hard and I have so many brothers and they still make it able for me and my brothers to play hockey and to to do stuff and have fun as kids and they 
really did not have to do any of that. No, they certainly didn't. Uh, but that just goes to show you how much uh, work they put into making sure that their children had a chance for a great life. I'd imagine your brother Jumeldo, as I said, four years older, had to give you some uh, motivation too because of the success that he was having. Yeah, he really, he really did. Like through every step and every journey, he would be there for me. Our age difference is is in a unique age gap where he will go through something and then a few years and then I'll go through the exact same thing. And then he'll enter a new level and I'll go through that same thing that he just went through either from middle school to high school or from the OHL draft to NHL draft. He was always there guiding me through it. And it's like, it's, it was really like my, uh, he was a really good big brother in that sense, but he would show me and tell me like, you always look out for me in a good way. What's the hardest part about going to junior hockey and moving away from your family and uh, having to perhaps be with a billet family and, and going out to play hockey on a more serious level? Yeah, the hardest part for that is um, not getting homesick. That's definitely the hardest part and still uh, not being homesick or missing your friends and, and everything like that. That's probably the biggest part. I would say at, at 16, at such a young age, it's pretty hard to see your children go away at 16. Did your parents have a difficult time with that? Yeah, they definitely did. They were also nervous because it started with my brother. He went to uh, Owen Sound, which is up north. It's about two and a half hours up north. And at the time, like we had no idea where that was because like, it, it was so far. I was so young and he had to drive all the way up north. And we went with him to see the city and to see you know, the, the neighborhoods and everything. It's very, very small country towns and very, everything's very small and lots of snow up there. I was like, wow, this is kind of a, we were very nervous to have him there. I was even nervous for him, but you know, it was something that he said, like he just had to do and he had to go there. And so he did and he had some success and then it was your turn and you went to Barry and then you ended up playing for a couple of other teams, mostly Guelph but also at the end with the Kitchener Rangers. And a lot of times at the end of your junior career, sometimes uh, a team will make a trade so you can get a lot of playoff experience. It looked like you played a lot of uh, playoff games with Kitchener that particular year. Was that the uh, most fun you had in playing in some of those playoff games? Or what were your favorite times in junior? Yeah, definitely was uh, Kitchener. We went on our playoff run with Kitchener. We traded, um, they traded for me along with a few other guys and we had a fun we had a fun experience in the playoffs. My best moment in Kitchener would probably be when I was in Guelph and just the day to day when I was playing with Bertuzzi and Fabry and Jason Dickinson having all these guys come down and like, you know, be next to them and learning how they play the game and, and everything that way. Well certainly that was a great team there. George Burnett was the head coach by the end of it and uh Tell us about the city of Guelph. It's it's a little bit out of Toronto, but not too far of a drive. Not the same as going to Owen Sound quite, but uh, that's a college town, but there's also a great junior history there. Yeah, Guelph is a really nice city. I'm not sure exactly what the population is, but it's very nice. There's a nice uh, community in Guelph to the college, to Guelph basketball, Guelph baseball. Like Guelph hockey, everything there is very uh it's very nice. I didn't I didn't know what to expect going to Guelph, but I really enjoyed it. 
Well, one thing that you developed there was an ability to to get into the tough areas of the ice and get yourself in position. And you scored 20 goals or more in a couple of seasons. And you had a couple of years with a hundred plus penalty minutes. And by the time you oh, got yeah. to by the time you got to Kitchener, you had a kind of a reputation in the Ontario Hockey League. How did you develop that? Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest. I it kind of just happened. I'm the person who I am, I'm a rough person. I'm a I'm a rough player. I like to play hard and you know, sometimes when you're playing with men, you when you're playing with boys, boys have to fight, and that's that's kind of what happens. Well, when you were playing in Kitchener, Matthew Barnaby was there, I think, as an assistant coach, and obviously he had a kind of a reputation for getting involved in any of those scrapes. Did you ever talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah, we spoke a little bit about uh, about you know his past and and stuff like that. It's just very common, like our. Our teammates, my teammates, were you know big, strong guys, and we we're not we we're not shy or scared to do uh, any of that stuff. Well, that's fantastic, and obviously that gave you the uh, the building blocks to become a professional hockey player. You ended up getting drafted in 2016, 46th overall by the Detroit Red Wings, one of the original six teams in the league. Uh, your brother Jamel was drafted by Dallas back in 2012. So once again, this was yeah. just a few years later. But to, just to tell us about your draft experience, where was it, and uh, were you there, and uh, did you meet everybody that day? Yeah, my draft experience it was uh, it was quite something special. It was the same night that my draft was going on. I had prom going on back wow. at my high school, so I did. I missed prom to get drafted to the NHL. And looking back on it, you know, it's kind of the two is just honestly insane to think about because one night I'm finishing high school, and one night I'm. I'm starting my career as something unbelievable that, that I've dreamed about. And to get drafted in Buffalo, especially to Detroit, I was very uh I was very surprised and 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 excited, also overwhelmed. Like I was like, wow, I can't believe that this just happened to me. Like from the music playing in the arena to all the kids getting selected and all the jerseys, all the coaches that were being you know, that were there. It was something so surreal, and uh, like that was a good experience that I always remember in my life. I want to ask you about uh, who you rooted for when you were a kid. You mentioned some guys that were from your area. Joel Ward, who's one of the most respected people ever to wear a Sharks uniform. Wayne Simmons, a very respected player in the NHL. Some of the others. Who were your favorites, and, and did you get to know any of those guys? Yeah, I know, I know uh, both of them pretty good. I trained with Wayne, actually. But the guys who I would root for, it would be more so like growing up, my era to watch on TV was Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin. So we always watch out for those guys to see if they're playing on TV or if they have a highlight, uh, a highlight goal or something going on. I'd always remember looking at that. But besides that, I was so infatuated with hockey that I was so focus on just my game and my team and what uh, how we were playing. Well, you certainly did that. And obviously you turned pro and ended up in the American Hockey League with the, the Grand Rapids Griffins. And you had already spent yep. a little time there because at the end of one of your junior seasons, after your draft, you were able to play a couple of American Hockey League games. And that's the way the rule works between the CHL 
and the National Hockey League. You can play for an American League team at the end of your particular junior season. And it looks right. like you did that back in 17. How important was that experience for you to get an idea of what it was going to be like to take the next step? It was it was very important you know, and allowed me to see that uh, you know, once you leave juniors, like professional hockey, you're, you're really uh, it's a whole different thing. Like you're on your own. You live on your own, no family. It's going to help you out. And you really have to, um, you know, find your schedule and find your habits to take you to the next level. And it was nice to see that. Who are some of the pro players early in your career that were pretty influential on you? Some of your teammates in the Red Wings organization that may have been helpful. Tyler Bertuzzi was uh, definitely, he was played a big role in that. And, uh, I like watching um, some of the, I used to play with him in Barry when I first started, but Brendan Lemieux, mm-hmm. he was a guy that, uh, you know, I was, I was pretty fond about. He was, he was on my team and he's one of the older guys at the time. And he's a good player as well. And besides that, I had my brother who was also going to the same jumps that I went through and to hear from him and to speak to those guys. It was, uh, it was more comforting. Giovanni Smith is in the spotlight with us today. Giovanni joins the San Jose Sharks after being with several different organizations in the National Hockey League. Most recently, uh, you were playing with the Florida Panthers back uh, in 2022-23. What's the difference between uh, uh, getting involved in a scrape in the Ontario Hockey League and then suddenly having to deal with men in the American Hockey League or the NHL and doing the same thing? Yeah, it was only two teams, but... The, it's it's fun. I think um, as I get more comfortable with my teammates and more, you know, as we build more more of a bond, it's sticking up for your teammates just comes first nature. And I was in Florida for that uh, the cup run when they traded for me. You know, we were so tight that uh, anything could happen, and we anyone would stick up for their teammates. It doesn't matter from the first line or the first or the fourth line. Guys are just be there for you and protect you. And that's ultimately why we won so far in that cup run. I want to ask you about that because that's got to be really a building block for you in your career. I know you played one playoff game for the Panthers during that run uh, after you were acquired from the Red Wings. But I have to figure that a player like Matthew Kachuk or a player like Alexander Barkov have got to be influential on you in in terms of the way they approach the game, the way they prepare and the way that they stick up for their teammates. Yeah, you said it right there. To Chuck and Barkov, they're very, um, they're very unique people, and the way that they play the game and think the game, it's it's very impressive. You're listening to the Shark Spotlight on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. We are talking with Giovanni Smith of the San Jose Sharks. You have come to this team as a free agent to join Mike Greer's organization. Uh, how far back do you go with anybody in the Sharks organization? Do you know very many players on the team beyond the guys like, say, Philip Zadina, who was in Detroit, um, but uh, anybody that were longtime Sharks that you know? To be honest, no. I mean, Rafi Torres a little bit, but that, that he played there a while ago. He doesn't play anymore, obviously, but... Besides that, no. I used to play against Mario Ferraro in the GTHL for a little bit, so that's kind of a that's kind of fun seeing him there in uh, San Jose. But besides that, no, not really. 
You mentioned Rafi Torres, and of course, he played with the San Jose Sharks, as you mentioned. He's from the Toronto area. Where did you get to know him, and uh, what things have you learned from him? I got to know him in our gyms, training, and skating with him. Like he, and he's just a, uh, just a hard. He's a hard nosed guy. Like he just. One thing I learned from him that he just trains hard and works hard. Is that essentially the approach that you've always had and that you continue to have and what you expect to do with the San Jose Sharks? Yeah, you have to. I believe so, because if you don't do one or the other, you won't really get anywhere in life. Tell us about the role that you expect to have with the San Jose Sharks. My role, I don't believe it's going to change. I'm going to play the same way that uh, I play with other teams. I'm going to try to contribute offensively wise and most importantly be there for my teammates and you know really bring a hard forecheck and make it really hard for other teams to feel comfortable out there and to skate around i'm gonna cause uh i'm gonna cause problems for other teams defensemen well that's the job right and uh how often have you been on teams penalty killing units i've played penalty penalty kill for a little bit um, and a lot growing up as a kid, but I'm interested in to uh, in play more PK. With your experience, most recently with Florida, what do you see in the San Jose Sharks in terms of building back to the playoffs that needs to be done, and, and how quickly can it happen? From seeing the guys in, in Florida, that was a long time coming, from Barkov to Verhage to getting Reinhardt and all those guys. It's a long time coming. and it, does, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long time. When I was in Detroit, we were also in a rebuilding year, and they're still rebuilding. And they're finally start, starting to find their bearings with the, the core guys. And it just, it just takes some time to rebuild, to get draft picks and you know, the right pieces that make a complete team. But when you go through that process, you have to have a positive attitude. And it seems that the Sharks, led by Logan Couture, did do that, even though they were disappointed in not making the playoffs. How much does that uh, that help a team when you try to stay positive, when, it, when you find it fun to come to work every day while you're trying to build your way back? It's, a, it's big. You can't have uh, a negative person in a, when you're trying to get to somewhere great because it kind of deters what you want to achieve. But saying positive, it's very important. There were some days that, uh, you know, we were in Florida and we were, we were losing a few a few games at a time and it was coming very close to making the playoffs. And, you know, the guys were getting down. But, you know, we were trying to stay positive. We have the sunlight on our side. We're staying positive and, you know, sticking to the plan. And the guys were still enjoying coming to the rink. And it was there wasn't no bad days at the arena. One of the guys that was on that Florida team, it's going to be with the Sharks with you this season is Anthony Duclair. And I know every time he's played against the San Jose Sharks in his NHL career, he's always given this team a lot of trouble, but he was a big part of that, that effort uh, on the ice to get to the Stanley cup final. Uh, tell us what the uh, Sharks fans can expect from Anthony Duclair. Oh, you can, you can expect speed scoring, physicality and excitement with Anthony. He can fly, can he? He's a really good skater.
And he's got a good shot. That's the thing that I remember. He can really place it very well. That's something that obviously the Sharks need a little bit more scoring through their four lines. Um, how much will that uh, please you to make you be part of that next season, this next couple of years, when the when the Sharks need to rely on you to put the puck in the net? It's exciting. I definitely know how to put the puck in the net. I'm no stranger to that. But now being able to um, really go, just really do what I can and you know, and a little bit more. It's it's exciting that I have this opportunity to showcase everything that I can do. What do you know about the city of San Jose, and what do you know about playing at SAP Center at San Jose? But uh, maybe the opportunity to skate through that shark head and hear the cheers of the crowd. I don't know much about San Jose, but the uh, SAP is a cool place to play. Yeah, you played a couple of games here. You got to be on the ice, and there were maybe a, a time or two when you weren't playing, but you were able to watch. But uh, what about playing in the Western Conference? The idea that uh, that you go out for a two-week road trip or a 10-day road trip, and then you're home for four or five games in a row instead of always having your suitcase packed and the, like the Eastern Conference teams do where you have to you know, play at home on a Friday, then you have this one-game trip for an hour flight on a Saturday, and you get back and sleep in your bed. It's It's kind of a different schedule, isn't it? Yeah, uh, road trips are uh, road trips are road trips. I think uh, sometimes the longer the better, but uh, it's nice. I've been able to be in you know with Detroit. We played teams like Chicago and Boston are so close. We play there, come back, and being in Florida, we have to travel a little bit more and go on longer road trips. And it's uh, it's 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 nice, honestly. What's your favorite road building to play in? Toronto. It's almost like a home building, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, how often do your do your parents or your family come to see you play? Uh, they come when they can. They they work pretty hard, so they can't uh, they can't just up and leave like that. But they come when they when they can watch me. Well, I'm thinking uh, places like Toronto, Ottawa, Detroit, those are all pretty pretty decent drives from where you are. And, of course, Buffalo. I'd imagine we'll see your dad in Buffalo sometime in the next couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, Giovanni, I really, really appreciate the time you've given us, and we're very excited to have you as a member of the San Jose Sharks. We look forward to a lot of productive times on the ice and often We look forward to getting you introduced to the people in San Jose. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. I'll see you soon. The Shark Spotlight is a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.